dive. Oh, and of course, Melissa goes small right as we go live. <sighs> I Too I, big I, to be live. There's too much of me to handle. You can't handle Melissa, ladies and gentlemen. No. <laughs> I mean, look at me. I'm an absolute wild card. I'm a fire starter. I'm a problem at every angle. <laughs> uh, how are you, Melissa? I'm good. I'm very tired. I, I'm drinking I coffee at 6 p.m., which normally I would not do. I, I have my Mountain Dew. Oh, is that one of those little cans, or do you yeah, have like a very big hand? I, I it's one of those little cans. Okay, okay. Um, here's a thing of chapstick for reference. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you you've had a very busy week. I I, I wish your camera would just fix it uh, itself. It's always one of those things that like do i dare fix it and it like resize itself while i'm fixing it or do i just wait it out and see if it will pop back into normal space mm -hmm. who knows um but yes you've had a very wild week yeah lots of surprises yeah let's would see. we like to tackle this Reverse chronologically. Rever okay, before you do that, let's welcome ev everyone to oh, episode absolutely. 51. Where are my manners at? Of the captain's log. That's okay. We can do the intro whenever we want. <laughs> um, but yes, this is episode 51 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. It's our weekly off-topic show, so you never know what you're going to get. Melissa has had a crazy week. That's what you're getting this week. Yeah, I, I came packed with a lot of stories this week. Normally it's like, well, I worked late and I slept and I read a little bit, Kyle. But this <laughs> week I actually went out and did many things. You did many things. T tell me about those many things. Okay. So last night was the bachelorette party for this wedding that I'm going to be in on Saturday, which has been covered in previous weeks. Mm-hmm. So last night was the bachelorette party. And... We decided to be very chill about it because there wasn't a great plan for this thing to begin with. It's like, well, we'll all go over to Bride's house and we'll pre-aim, we'll have some drinks, we'll like order pizza, and then we'll go somewhere, I guess. You know, there's lots of bachelorette parties that are like diligently planned out, like we're hitting all these places, we're mm -hmm. all over town, we have a party bus, we went it we rented a room a at the strip bus. club or whatever, a hotel room. <laughs> No, we were just like, oh, well, we'll just walk around to some bars, I guess. But that ended up being a really, a really good plan. It was really fun. And I'm glad we kind of set our bar very low and didn't try to go too big. Because mm -hmm. then it was nice. It was it was good for it to be that chill for us to just walk up and down the street by the bride's house, which is like a big shopping, dining, nightlife street in the city. So why would we ever even go farther than that? You know, it's like a real Wizard of Oz story. Like, <laughs> we need to drive to the casino across town. Why step any farther than your own backyard? Sounds good to me. So to prepare for this, we went to Spencer's Gifts. Okay. And, <laughs> and bought all the dick stuff they had, of course. Of, of course, buy all the dicks. <laughs> you know, the story's going exactly where you think it's going. Have you stopped into a Spencer's Gifts recently? 
no, I, I don't think I've ever actually been in one. Wow. I, they're like adult hot topic, I guess. Yeah. 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 Like less, I, I am always imagine them as like less pop culture centric, though there is that stuff, but it's yeah. more just like, hey, here's a bunch of like adult novelty gifts that exactly. aren't, ex it's not exactly a sex shop, but. Oh no! There, there's there's gonna be some. <laughs> no, I mean they have like yeah, sex gifts. shelves, but it's not an entire sex shop. No, right. And they've got a decent bachelorette party collection. I'd never been. I went in these like once or twice as a kid. I think sometimes I would go in looking for like a movie poster or something because they the mm -hmm. pop culture section they do have is pretty comprehensive actually. So I went in a couple times as a kid looking for a poster or like when you're 16 and you want to feel edgy and adult. You'd go in there. <laughs> but I had been in one for a long time until I went in one a couple weeks ago with a friend. Just like we're bored walking around the mall. Like, what's in here? Oh, this is actually pretty nice. <laughs> they have a pretty legit, you know, sex section. There's a variety of merchandise all over the place. Lots of pride stuff. Spencer's is a very inclusive store. Like... <laughs> Even if 98% of the things in there aren't for you, the 2% are exactly for you. That's the kind of store it is. Okay. Everybody can find something at Spencer's, especially bachelorettes. So we got um, dick straws and dick balloons uh -huh. and like a little veil that's got like tiny dicks sewn into it. Dick-shaped ice cube trays. Perfect. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> this was just like me and one other bridesmaid. The maid of honor like really went hard on the decorations and everything. That was her department. Mm -hmm. She also bought a dick veil. So the bride was just wearing two of those at once the whole night. You know, on either side of her head, like they're pigtails almost. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we decorate her apartment. We have this whole like photo booth set up. And the guests were... So I'm a I'm a I'm a decently younger lady. I'm 28. The bride is 22. A lot of her friends are around that age. So we're all young ladies. And then we invited our 36-year-old divorced male coworker. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> because did, he is our friend. How like was that like a spur of the moment thing you guys oh, got no, there no. and he was or was this like why don't we just invite him as the as the like as a planned thing like a month ago we're like oh he's gonna be there that's funny <laughs> did 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 was he did he have like a special role or or was he just one of the gals that that night <laughs> he was one of the gals like we made him wear one of those little pink buttons that said like <laughs> bride squad or whatever <laughs> team bride and the theme for this was just as tacky as possible Okay. <laughs> so I show up wearing this like Goodwill denim dress. I have got my big fanny pack that I'd custom ordered and like Perfect. neon pink lipstick and like purple eyeshadow, like all the way up to my eyebrows and just like covered in jewelry, body glitter. I brought body glitter. I brought temporary tattoos. We were oh, all yeah. dolled up. We were all as tacky as we could be. And he showed up wearing a flower and pineapple print romper or i guess it's called a romp him romp her romp him is the the nomenclature 
that we've decided so on dumb. as a culture. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so he shows up wearing that, a fanny pack, plaid Christmas ox, and just like the same exact pair of like normal tan vans that he wears every single day. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's just one of the gals with us. He put on like a, a temporary unicorn tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's it was a riot. And we went bar hopping up and down the street. And the first bar we go into, uh -huh. we've got a table. We're all sitting there like playing drinking games and eating fries and stuff. The waiter comes over and he points to our, our co-worker and he says, hey, there's a woman at the other side of the bar who told me to come over here and ask you, did you write a popular quiz on OkCupid a couple years ago? And he's like, yeah, I did. I'm surprised anyone remembers this. Wait, so he he wrote uh, what I, I've not been on OkCupid in forever. I know they have those questions yes. that they they ask you I think there are like personality quizzes on it that you can go and take and that they are user created so you can write a quiz you can put it up there people will take the quiz and like i'll put the results of it on their profile or whatever or mm -hmm. like you might match with people who had the same results you did they i think that's how it goes and he had written a quiz that was like the myers-briggs test for like personality facets but sure. whereas the myers-briggs test is it's good qualities. It's supportive. It's things that are positive about you. He just wrote the mean Myers-Briggs test that was all stuff about you that sucks. And evidently this was very popular on OkCupid. And That's I guess your like, profile is attached to this quiz that you write. And this woman That's what like, I, I was going to add. Like, how did they recognize him from that? Was it was his picture or his yeah, profile? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. So this woman... The, I don't know. This must have happened in like the mid 2000s or something. I think that's what he told us. Oh, wow. He's like, yeah, I am shocked anybody remembers that I did that and that we would run into them in this bar here tonight. <laughs> that's so weird. You should see if you, uh, you can get a copy of that quiz if he still has it somewhere. And hmm? you should get a copy of that quiz if you can. And we should take it. <laughs> On, I don't know if it, on the I don't know if it was archived. I don't know if it exists anymore. I can ask him. You, you absolutely should, because if I'll if see if, he if still we can has get a like copy, I think that would be hilarious if we yeah. if we take it on an episode of the Captain's Log. <laughs> Let's find out about all the mean things about Kyle and Melissa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Deal. We did that. We went to, oh, the next bar we went to. This is like 9.30 at night now. Ooh. Uh, and it is a party Wednesday time. night. Which is a weird time <laughs> to have a bachelorette party, but it had to be close enough to the wedding that all of the out-of-town people would be there. Mm -hmm. But far enough away that, like, you know, we have time to recover. Yeah. It's not right before we set up the venue and we have the rehearsal and all of that. So that's why it ended up being on a Wednesday. <laughs> okay. We go to this bar at 9.30. And it's like a bar and restaurant, but mostly a bar. And we're seated at this big table in this back room next to a family with children. Not <laughs> with like all little, of little the kids. Paraphernalia around you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like we've got our dick straws. Like we carried them from place to place. I've still got mine. Oh, yeah. They come in different colors. I picked purple. There's, and, you know, we're shouting about them, these dicks and other things. And yeah, there's just a family <laughs> with like, I don't know, a fifth grader over there. 
And it is evidently the fifth grader's birthday, I think, which might be why he gets to like go to an adult restaurant after hours. Sure. Like, well, Ian, I think that was his name because we sang the birthday song with him. They started singing and we're like, well, us too. Whole (laughs) whole room is in on it. (laughs) I guess that's what he wanted for his birthday. He's like, I want to go to that cool bar and grill at night. Okay. So that's what that's that's what he did, and we got to be parallel to this. And then we went to another di- It's like a diner that serves booze, where the bride's fiance works. So like we just a got 50s to fifties style diner yes! type of thing. Yes. Okay. It's called the Peacock Diner. It has a massive neon sign of a peacock outside. It's filled with peacock memorabilia inside. Cocks and dicks every, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. They call it the cock. Like, uh, yeah, the, uh, Tyler's working late at the cock tonight, so we can go bother him if we want. <laughs> yeah, and so, so we capped out the night just, just by pestering the groom. Like, Tyler, get us some fries. fries. You there, waiter. <laughs> Come on, peasant. Come over here. <laughs> you call this alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. And the bride, she's... um. She's a real morning bird. Like, she does not really stay up late. So I think it was like, we'd planned like, oh, we can go to all these different bars. There's this taco place. There's a great taco deal after like 11 o'clock. And there's a karaoke and she's bar. like, oh, Would boy, you? 11. <laughs> I don't even exactly. know what 10 looks like. <laughs> we were back at her apartment. And I was getting like picked up to leave at midnight. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did not go very long, but it was a very good time. And I was getting very, I was way more tired than I thought I would be from all of this. So I'm glad, like, we capped it there before I just became an absolute, like, stumbling That's zombie good. the whole night. The, the wedding is this Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, yeah. You, I know you've mentioned that to me a million times, but it, it's it's all, all, like I I think more in terms of uh, like like when we're supposed to record this stuff. So I know if yeah. we're not recording that day, then like I'm not supposed to be there. Except yeah. I fucked up this w- week, and we were supposed to do our yeah. Detective Pikachu episode uh, on Monday, and that was. supposed supposed to be out this last tuesday but i just completely forgot and yeah, and yeah. and was just like oh sweet i have the whole afternoon to like go run errands and do this stuff and you message me you're like hey buddy where you at and i'm just like i'm not at home shit <laughs> I, i'm sitting here at my computer like skype is on <laughs> yeah and i was like i was like oh no like it, it, like it was that thing it was like oh man i, I hope i get home in time and you know it whoa, whoa, wasn't that it was just completely forgot you messaged me and i was like oh no i was like oh my goodness i forgot (laughs) so we're actually going to be recording that immediately after this episode uh we won't be live streaming it though but um yeah we uh oh you know what i i see i am i'm i'm so dumb today i'm i'm in a mood Today especially, but this week has been kind of busy for me as well. Oh, I'll let I'll let you get back to the uh, the rest of your stuff in a sec here. But yes, I'm also in a mood. Been very busy at work. Let me see if I can actually pull up Twitch, which I didn't do, so I don't even know if anyone is 
watching us. Okay, let's see here. Creator dashboard. That's what I need. We could have had people talking to us and being like, Kyle, use a bitch. That would have been like, I know. <laughs> We're like, let me share my favorite dick props I can purchase at a Spencer's. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Um, I drank a lot, but was surprisingly good about it. Like, I'm not hungover. I'm just tired. What is I'm a just, lot I've just been to tired you? the whole day. Okay. What's, I don't what's... drink very much typically. I love to do it. I'm always so excited. Like, yes, drinking. And then I have like two cocktails and I'm like, I'm all right. Thanks. <laughs> That's plenty. <laughs> so are you, are you, are you, are you one to kind of stop before you really get drunk or is there like, I know when I'm drunk, but I'll kind of take it easy after that. So we don't get too wild and crazy um my thing is that i like very sweet drinks like i'm not a beer drinker okay. at all i'm not like one shot of whiskey please like i can't really do it i like the sweeter drinks and i hit my sugar limit before i ever hit my alcohol limit it's like okay. well i i should stop having soda or pineapple juice or something <laughs> but i had three jello shots shaped like dicks a little bit of champagne some whiskey Dr. Pepper, um, a Vegas bomb, which is Crown Royal and Red Bull. It's really good, Kyle. Mm -hmm. It's it's a good smooth, a smooth drink. And then I had half a shot of fireball and a, a boozy shake that's like filled with rum. There you go. That's how I topped off the night. Good yeah. stuff. Let me see. Mm -hmm. I think your camera started doing the thing ah. where it's like hey i'm gonna get small again so i think i'm going to get rid of that website off my computer make sure things hopefully mm -hmm. run a little bit smoother again so yeah that sounds yeah. Ni not nice that sounds really fun um, yeah, it was fun. I think every a good time was had by all. We didn't get crazy, but it also wasn't like, well, here we are just sitting in your apartment with one glass of wine or something like that. It was it was good. It was very good. There you go. So you mentioned drinking games. What were some of the drinking games that you guys did? <sighs> we played. See, I don't know any of these. Because drinking games are typically associated with beer, which I do not drink. Nobody's made up a drinking game for like a four dollar a four dollar bottle of Moscato, which is what I typically prefer. There aren't games for those. My favorite drinking games are the ones where like you're watching a movie and it's like, oh, they said that line again. Take a drink. That's what I love. We, uh, we, we started to write one for the whatnots a long time ago and just what? never got anywhere oh with it. Kyle, we we have some real drunkenness potential on here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. One of the things that I I I remember one of the rules uh, that we had was anytime we say the word whatnots, not as in like this is the whatnots captain's oh, little log, just like, but just yeah, if we're know, talking about comics and movies and whatnot, anytime we <laughs> use the actual word, yeah, whatnot. I can take a shot every time you say that being said, yes. and you can take a shot every time I scream your name at you. Kyle! <laughs> or, or, or say like, oh, ding dang. <laughs> yeah, every time I like do okay. a fake, soft, like, Boy Scout cuss word. Every, every time Melissa tries to c c curse. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I took a lift to the bachelorette party. And like the guy asked me, hey, so what are you up to tonight? I'm like, well, I'm going to a bachelorette party. And I hold up my bag from Spencer's like, yeah, that's why I have the Spencer's bag with me. You know, I had to go stock up on all the dick stuff. And he's like, oh, oh, a lady with a potty mouth. I see. And I'm like, this is, no, I don't, I don't think that's a curse word anymore. That's just like, that's what Not folks really. say. It's, yeah, it's, it's the like common euphemism. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to say penis. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a common laywoman. Dick is the word for me. Where where was I uh, something? I think I think I was watching I've been watching the show Legion. Um yes. th- this this p- p- past week I've been watching season 2 and you mentioned or I guess we both mentioned the word common or commoner and it reminded me of this one scene where they're talking about the etymology of the word villain and apparently ah. it comes from the word villager like Mm-mm. that's so it was just th- this idea that you are this this commoner and there was something that I, I forget exactly what they were saying but it, it was interesting and i was like i can kind of see how that makes sense but but uh, yeah now explain Explaining it, I just sound like I'm stupid and crazy, but it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I believe you that this is a real scene in the television show Legion. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it happened. I swear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you also did a whole bunch of other stuff. I can see on our little I, docket here. I really left the house this week. I really, which Melissa I love. Melissa got do around. It. Which I love to do in general. Like, I'm a real extrovert. Like, I like I like running errands. I like driving around the day to do things. It's just that lately it's been, uh, you know, I work, I sit at home, I cook a mm-hmm. dinner, maybe I watch a TV. Uh, and if I go out, I'm going out, like, to the movies, which then we podcast about the movies. <laughs> Which are its own separate things, so they don't come up here a lot. Like, I'm not going to talk about Endgame twice. But yeah, I went to things. I went to ticketed paid events this week. Interesting. Yeah, last Friday I went to a concert, which I don't typically do. I'm just not a big concert goer. Okay. Is, is there like, a particular reason for that? You're just not, not into, well, like, live music i'm just not very thrilled by live music because there's not i don't know what to look at and it's it looks very similar the whole time like there's the guy playing the guitar over like the hour and a half of the show Mm -hmm. he's gonna look the same (laughs) i mean maybe (laughs) They, they might do something a little bit more fantastical they might actually have a good show to put on you know but yeah there are the ones that just like just sit there and be like and i lost my soul (laughs) i I don't know like exciting like you know big bombastic concerts where it's still like yeah you're still up there on the drums looking the same like there's not enough visual interest Mm -hmm. to me and like it's cool to hear the music live and like see people in person it just has never been like what I want to spend my money on versus going to see like um, theater or something like that, yeah. where it's like very visually dynamic. But I went to a concert. It was um, the headliner was L King, but I really went for the opener. This guy named Barnes Courtney, 
who have I, I've had trouble describing to others. I'm like, he's vaguely rocky, he's vaguely country and he sounds like a wizard to me. <laughs> when when you said he's vaguely rocky, I immediately thought of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like a small squirrel <laughs> and he flies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'm and like that's another reason I don't like going to concerts is that I cannot quantify them the way like if I went to a musical I'm like okay this is the genre it's in this is the type of story it's telling like I cannot describe music well like mm -hmm. I do not know how I don't have the vocabulary to talk about it it's like this big beautiful rainbow and I'm given that like pack of four crayons you get at a restaurant to color in the menu yeah like it's kind of like rock I guess a, a word to which there are like 50 subdivisions, but I'm like, I've got rock and that's it. That's all I have. I gotcha. But it was good. I went alone because I did not know anybody else who had heard of this guy. I was interested in okay. going. And it was like a last minute decision, like five days before the show. I was like, I, I'm going to regret it if I don't go. Cause I really love this guy. And what if he doesn't come back forever? Yeah. So I just bought the ticket. It was fairly cheap. And I just went anyway, and I just. <laughs> now, I I think I, I think I've asked you before on this show if you are someone who usually does that and goes alone to things, and you're usually not. If I'm um not mistaken, I I will go to live events by myself because they are so fleeting. Like I've never been to a okay. movie alone. So I'm like, well, I'll just if I can't go with friends, I'll just wait to rent it or something like that. But like. Mm -hmm. If I don't see this play, I'm never seeing that version of that play again if I don't go right now. Mm -hmm. So I've okay. started doing that. There's like um, there's a big summer musical series here every year that does like seven musicals. And it's my goal every year to go to all of them. Okay. And I used to have years where I would just hit like a couple of them. because I'm like, oh, nobody's interested in that show. So I guess I, I'm not going. And then two years ago, I'm like... <sighs> Forget it. Like, I I want to go to all of them. Like, that goal is more important to me than, like, sitting alone. Like, I'll yeah. still go, and it's fine. I just bring a book. The book is my date, you know. There you go. <laughs> so I go to this concert, and I'm asking this couple, like, hey, are those chairs over by you? Are those open? Because it's, like, a general seating. They're like, um, some people might come back for the chairs, so I don't know if there's, you know, if there's a couple right. left. And Like, it's, it is just me. It's one. They're like, oh, yeah, there's one chair available. Sure. And so I sit down and then later I'm going to get up and get a soda. And I turn around to the family behind me like, can you watch this for me while I go get a soda? And they're like, sure, we'll watch these two seats. And I'm like, nope, just just the one. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no, like... That's always awkward. And I, then see... I tried to make friends with the family because I'm like, we're so we're so close to each other. I might as well turn around and say hi. And they were yeah. very nice. That's cool. Because I, I I like going things with I like I going to things, like going things with yeah I like going things <laughs> <laughs> no I like I like going to things with friends mm -hmm. but I'm I'm also very picky like I don't want it to be a thing where we now have to invite like fifty people and then we are yeah. all like we don't know what time like, like it's just it's such a hassle. So I, I've gotten used to just going to things by myself. Just be like, because I really want this. Like, I want to go watch this movie. I want to go eat here at this restaurant. And then I, I, I can just... I want to go for three hours reading yeah, comics. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just like, I'm just going to go eat 
have some good food, sit down, read comics, do whatever I want for however long I want, and just sit there, sad and alone. Mm. And it's great. <laughs> exactly. We're in the same place. <laughs> it's funny, because on, on the docket here, you're like, Melissa goes to a concert alone. Melissa goes to this other thing alone. <laughs> yeah. I just think this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the show was very good i i love this guy and i'd seen like you know the little profile picture for him on spotify which mm -hmm. is not you know it's some, like that big yeah that big or they're not updated and it's one from yeah. like 10 years ago <laughs> it's like okay this is what this guy is like live and he was very exciting to watch he was wearing well, a fringed leather jacket and had a very very skinny scarf on which i feel like also good for me to explain this guy to people like when i say that like you're closer to understanding what he sounds like okay i'm i'm right I'm, right i'm picturing more of like a biker slash elvis aesthetic <gasps> but like fringe leather jacket yeah oh he had kind of the shaggy hair he's moving around a lot the dad behind me said he had vaguely mick jagger vibes okay yeah he's got those that moves. makes sense <laughs> yeah he's got the moves he's like jagger He's something like that, yeah. Okay. And it was weird, like, being really interested in the opening act and then the headliner. I was like, well, I'll stay if I don't get too tired. <laughs> Whereas that's what everybody else is, like, there for. Yeah. And it was a great show. I did end up staying for the whole time. I really enjoyed myself. That's cool. She had four or five guys comprising her band. And she plays her own instruments, too. Like, she plays a banjo at one point, which I didn't know she could do. and was very entertaining. Her voice is wild to hear live. Who was the main act you said? L. King. You know, that X's and O's song that was big a couple years ago? I don't listen to the popular stuff. I don't I, I don't listen to the radio, period. I, I have, like, you, my, my niche You have stuff. encountered this song. It's been in, like, have. a... A ton of commercials, like movie trailers, montages and TV shows. I promise you, you have heard this song. I probably have. I j mm -hmm. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure if I heard the song, I'd be like, okay. That yes, one. that one, that one. She was good. She was very entertaining. And she's this band made out of five men. And over the course of the show, like maybe like 15, 20 minutes after she started performing, I'm like, wait a minute. These guys are all dressed the same. Like, they're wearing very normal, subtle clothes, but I realized, oh, they're all wearing a beige jacket, a heather gray t-shirt, and skinny black jeans. All of them. Was was that, like, the out the outfit of just, like, hey, this is what we're gonna wear for this show, or did it, they, like... It must have been. I, get well, up I wasn't there in the room, dance or something? I don't know. No, no, no. Like, they're just musicians. Like, there's no... There's no frills to anything. Like, there's no dancing. There's no, like excessive showmanship or anything it's just straight to the point we are here to sing and play instruments okay interesting yeah they're just all dressed the same because we, we've done stuff like that for like dance shows and stuff that that, that, that i used to do but it, it like it I'm was so the thing delighted of, of, every of, time you remind us that you're a dancer <laughs> i used to be not not anymore <laughs> Hell no, not anymore. What will it take to bring you out of retirement <laughs> for new, one last job? A new body. <laughs> a much younger body. Okay, uh, so if this is a RoboCop scenario, you'd be back out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but it like it, it, yeah. Like we would do stuff. Where it's like all right, wear like a white top and black pants, and that would be it, or you know something. But then we could accessorize however we wanted. <laughs> I've never seen a live band that matched unless that was part of like the concept. I heard about this on a podcast recently. There is a metal band called Okilly Dokilly where they are Ned where they are Ned Flanders themed nice. and every person in the band is dressed exactly like Ned Flanders. So of course all of them look Excellent. the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one Simpsons joke I know how to make. <laughs> Simpsons reference. You don't know. Do you know a thing about Flanders? Do you know a thing he has said, Kyle? I, I, I don't know a thing he's said. I know he's the like Christian one with the mustache. That's okay. That's good. That's a good building block. So yeah, every guy in this band has a mustache. They're all wearing the like pink button-up shirt and like the green sweater mm-hmm. and then at the end of the show they take everything off and they're wearing these ski suits which is a reference to something else in the show you would know if you watched it but yeah so unless there's a gimmick like that i've never seen a band just dressed the same so it was a little it was a little eerie but i liked it and it made me feel like that's really the goal like if i was in charge of five men who were dressed the same it would make me feel more powerful if i were in charge of five men who were not dressed the same (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can see that (laughs) (laughs) so you also went to a broadway musical i did this i did not plan for this was a, a wild surprise out of the blue Spur of the moment, okay. you just like so walking the- down the street, saw a, p- a poster and be like, I will take one ticket, please. No, no. So the, um, the big theater here in St. Louis. Okay. The fanciest theater we have is called the Fox theater, the okay. fabulous Fox theater. When you look it up on Google Not maps, the fantastic it is, Mr. Fox theater, it is the fabulous Fox theater. <laughs> and it's this big, beautiful, ornate, like, old movie picture house, you know, from like the 1920s where they build these massive ornate, like the building is a spectacle in itself. And it's one huge room where everybody watches like Charlie Chaplin on the little screen in the front. It's like one of those. And it just does live shows now. And it's, uh, where like touring Broadway performances come through like okay. Hamilton has been here Hamilton will be here again next year like nice. it's the big like the biggest highest end theater in that regard in our city and it's a gorgeous gorgeous building it's the most elaborate place I've ever been in everywhere you look is so detailed and ornate and lush like the shows are always good but most of the treat is oh boy I get to be inside that building it's so nice. We have something kind of like that. It's a movie theater, but it's like it, it it's it wasn't originally. It was more yeah. of an opera style theater. So it has like the big velvet red c- c- curtains yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a place I've always admired, but because it is a little bit more high end. And if I go to the Muni, I can sit there for free. Mm hmm. I never went until a couple years ago when one of my mom's coworkers was like, hey, 
I have season tickets. I can't go to the tickets I was given for tonight's show. Do you want them? So mom and I went to see the Footloose musical for free. I actually bought tickets once to go see the Lion King there two years ago. That was amazing. Go see the Lion King musical live. I Puppets, bet. Kyle. Fantastic. Puppets. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's we, the puppetest dang show that ever lived. We, we, I forget what it was. I, I think it was like a, it, it was not about the Lion King or the, the thing that they do, but they mentioned like all the c- c- costuming and puppets that yeah. they do. And it's just, it's fantastic. And this week, my cousin, I think, Again, I think the case was my coworker has season tickets and could not use them. I am the queen of being able to use somebody else's tickets the last minute when they can't. Like this, <laughs> this is my role in life to be able to take those things. There you go. So my cousin sends me these tickets and like she wasn't able to go. And it's a pair of tickets. And I like texted so many people. But like that afternoon, like the tickets were for that night and I couldn't get anybody to do it. So I just went, I sat in these very, very good seats by myself next to my purse. <laughs> and I wish what happened could to have... the book? I thought he was your date. <laughs> <laughs> the book was inside the purse. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> and again like i wanted somebody to be able to use these tickets but it's like there's a limit on how many people i can text in one afternoon for something coming up this night like i texted four people that's it like how much more can i really do sure so i just went alone and this show is called come from away have you heard of this Mm -mm. this is a musical that's new just from like the last couple years like i think 2017 is when it hit it big and it was like nominated for a bunch of Tony awards. This is a musical based on a true story where on September 11th, when U S airspace had to be closed, all of these planes had to stop at this tiny Canadian Island because that was like as close as they could get to the U S without actually going inside. Right. And so it's this little place that once years and years ago before planes were as fuel efficient as they are now like planes flying from like you know london to somewhere in the u.s would have to stop at this island refuel and then keep going so it's this tiny little place but it does have a big airport because it used to have to do that now it doesn't anymore so it's like well are we even going to keep the airport are we going to tear it up who knows but then suddenly because of this one terrible disaster the population of the island needs to double overnight with oh, wow. all of these people coming in and they just have to stay there and they're stuck there for days. So speaking it, of being stuck, Melissa, your picture has actually frozen. I uh, see that. So. <laughs> you can never I, I, me when I'm pretty. It never works like that, right? It, it's <laughs> always like... You're just like st- stuck there, like mid, like word. Your mouth is uh, open and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, we can still hear you just okay. fine. It's just your picture is on this uh, not so great selfie. Okay, now we uh, got the Skype logo. Okay, this is not right. sponsored. Am I back now? Uh, yes, you are back now. Okay, okay. So yeah, so this musical has this tragic event as the backdrop to it but it's really a story about 
building, suddenly needing to build an incredibly diverse, supportive community. Yeah. There's people from all over the world that suddenly find themselves at this tiny island in Canada that's just like, well, we have a hockey rink and a, and a Tim Hortons and a community center and uh, two post offices. <laughs> and they just have to play host to thousands of people from around the world that are all like tired and scared and stressed out. And it's a really beautiful, sweet story of like community and love. Yeah. Interesting. And the music's gorgeous. Like I listened to the soundtrack when it came out. And I love the show, and I was so excited to get to see it live. It's so much fun. We have um, right, right in, like in the middle of campus. There's the Altria Theater. Uh, Altria. The Altria, yeah. That sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it does. I have a level thirty-two Altria. What do you have? Um, piece of a Caterpie. <laughs> but that's like what. Like I I remember when I first started going to school here in Richmond, uh, so so long ago. Um, <laughs> it it I I think the Lion King was there, Wicked was there, stuff like that. So they have a lot of Broadway stuff go, go there. My graduation was in that theater, mm -hmm. but that's not the one that the like entire school thing is. We had yeah. the thing where like you can go to the big one and like the one that like all this. School is supposed to go, go go to, or the art school just has their own one, and oh, it's a lot smaller oh, and it's a lot fancier and a lot that stuff option. like that. Dang, I wish we could do like ours only was neat. humanities because yeah, I, I mean it was like I I don't know what a normal size like theater or like like play stuff is, mm -hmm. but it felt like what would be a normal size theater for for that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, we had the whole art school cool here so all the painters all the sculptors all the graphic ah. design kids all, all all of that stuff but it was also the music stuff or well yeah not, not music it was more we also had the d -d 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 dance kids mm -hmm. the, the, the there but because we are the art school we yeah. had some of our drum line like performing on stage oh, and we had d -d 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 dancers cool. and stuff like that so it, it, it was so neat it, it was a spectacle like that final scene in Birdman, like <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> the last dream sequence in Birdman. they weren't in like the fancy like uniforms you see okay. in marching band and stuff like that they were a lot more casual and it was a lot more like I don't even know what you would call it, like street style stuff. It, it it was not the like, we're going to march and, you know, do all of this stuff. It's yeah. like, we're just going to goof around and like oh, do all, all sorts of, yeah, all sorts of tricks and stuff like that. So it was good. It was fun. Mm hmm. So it, so the can can you say the name of the play that you went to go see once it's more? It's called Come From Away. Come From Away. Okay. It's it's really sweet. I like it a lot, and I was very grateful that I suddenly, for free, in very good seats, got to see it live. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up. I think thumbs it's up. such a beautiful, fun, a wholesome, sweet show. I like it a lot. And it's got so much stuff in there. Like, I listened to the soundtrack, but there's so much stuff that you don't know about because it doesn't have a song tied to it. Like, there's whole plot lines that just don't get a song so you don't know that they exist so like even oh, okay. if i was familiar with it there was still plenty to be surprised by 
The production values are always so strong at this theater. Oh, the cast included uh, James Earl Jones II. Nice. Who, as you can imagine, is the same kind of vocal. He doesn't sound like his dad, but he's got the same vocal prowess as he does. And also the woman who does the voice of Baby Bob on Barney and Friends. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Baby Bob and Darth Vader Jr. (laughs) Baby Bob and... some interesting people. Yeah. <laughs> Simba, yes. I've seen some interesting people like just show up in live theater. I saw Cabaret um around here a couple years ago and the MC in Cabaret, like the big show stopping scene stealing not- character in Cabaret was played by the guy in Zoolander who Mugatu throws like the foamy latte in his face. Do you remember <laughs> that bit? I not we're like it's been well, like it's been like a decade or more well, one since of Will I've seen. Ferrell's assistants like brings him a latte and he's like too foamy and he throws it in that guy's face. That That's guy, the guy. I <laughs> from the guy who got the latte thrown in his face by. <laughs> yep, I saw him. I've seen. Um, I saw Little Shop of Horrors a couple years ago, and the guy playing the dentist. Uh, happened to be like Disney's new official voice of Donald Duck. So like when he's like under like the laughing gas and he's just freaking out and just acting all crazy, like he slips into the Donald Duck voice for a couple lines just as a goof. Interesting. So that was fun. Yeah. Oh, so many people. It's cool. It's cool to see like, oh, you're from that thing. And like, yeah, uh, when I saw Young Frankenstein, the woman who played Frau Blucher played like a minor role in the 90s American Godzilla movie, okay. which I loved as a kid. And yeah. as soon as I saw her picture in, in the program, I'm like, oh, that's the lady from Godzilla. I I really like this picture you're painting of like Melissa's like, who who are celebrities to <laughs> Melissa? And it's all it's all these like, like C and D-list celebrities of like from the guy that had that latte thrown in his face that one time by this actor that you probably know seeing like legit stars i think the closest (laughs) to like legit stars that i've seen in local theater um john o'hurley played king arthur and spam a lot okay and corbin blue from high school musical played the lead in singing in the rain okay he's really good you know who's also fantastic I think I covered this before, and when I mentioned the guy, you didn't know who he is. Justin Guarini? Yeah, not ringing a bell. Okay, American Idol. You're familiar with that yes. show? I mean, I, the, the name sounds familiar, though I, I don't know if it's because you've mentioned it before and I didn't know who it was, or, or if I actually he was, was the like... runner-up to the very first ever season of american idol when it was a okay. huge deal and it's like justin guarini or kelly clarkson like who's gonna then win I, I probably saw it yes. and it was just i exactly yeah uh, and so kelly clarkson won and has had an amazing career and justin guarini he didn't hit a big in pop music he's become such a great like musical talent i've seen him in a ton of shows he's a delight every time and okay. i'm so happy he like found his niche out there and Good. this is it there you go. There you go. Kyle, I, I feel like I bring this up every time I go to the theater, but you got to get to a theater. That's, Kyle, live performance is so thrilling. It's one of my, like, not-so-bucket-list bucket list things. Uh-huh. Like, I, I want to do it some, someday, 
but I like I just I don't have anything <laughs> that's like this isn't like I want to go to Paris. Like you can go to a live theatrical performance yeah. very easily. But like I would also like to go to the opera or like go mm -hmm. to see a some like super famous ballet or something. But it, it just it's one of those things. It's not high on my priority mm -hmm. list. It's not really the things that I'm into. But I think it'd be neat to go one day. Like there yes. there's that that Altria theater. Uh, there's another one that I walked by downtown that I think this summer is playing The Wiz and <gasps> the Gloria. Wiz is so much fun. Gloria, I know, is based on Gloria Estefan. I'm not very familiar with that. I think I saw a performance on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade one year. Wiz, I can vouch for. The Wiz is always so good. And then I think there's one uh, also j just off of campus, uh, that I think is more like local stuff. It's like a, a lot smaller shows, uh, and their, their theater, I think is made out of an old firehouse. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, the, is it? Oh, the firehouse theater. Okay. This is the Altria theater. I'm looking this up right now and I'm going to recommend you shows off of this theater's upcoming schedule. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, dang, you guys are getting Hozier. I'm going to see him here soon. I love Hozier. I have no idea what that is. He's a man. He's, Ho okay. Hozier was said, a man. <laughs> I know you said you you don't listen to the, the radio. Um, Take Me to Church was his very big hit some years ago. Yeah. It's him. I He is my favorite. He's coming to play this big, fancy opera house here in St. Louis next month. I got my tickets like the minute they went on sale. I'm so pumped for this. Okay. You can go see Hozier. Okay. So this is what's um, Broadway in Richmond. Let's see what we got. Let's see what's already passed and what is still yet to come. What website are you on? Uh, I went to Altria Theater and now I'm at Bro okay, BroadwayInRichmond.com. Kyle, I've got you covered. BroadwayInRichmond.com. Okay, let's see here. There we go. Now, now we're all looking at this page. There was something about wicked. You're getting there. something rotten. You're getting some good tours coming through here. You could see Carol Burnett. You could see Hosier. Okay, okay. What's the schedule? What have you got? Something mm. rotten at the altar. You are getting a lot of the, the same shows. Factory. You are getting a lot of the same shows that the Fox is getting. We're Hamilton. we are also getting Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Hamilton, The Band's Visit, and Wicked. Okay, let's see. Twenty. Oh, these haven't started yet. Kyle, you could see any of these. Mm -hmm. Dream big. Which one? Which one would you like to see, Kyle? If I will. I. I'm sure it's already sold out, but Hamilton would be the one I would yeah, want to see. I'd, I'd like to see Hamilton. I like willingly passed it by the first time it came to the Fox because I knew it would be like crazy hard to get tickets. But it's coming by again next spring, and I might try then because I think like the the fervor around it will have died down enough to make it just more easily accessible to somebody who doesn't want to pay hundreds of dollars and like camp out to get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like a lot of these would be neat. I have no idea what something rotten is, but that. Oh, something rotten neat. is based on, um, uh, ham, uh, Hamlet. Oh, something rotten okay. in the state of Denmark. Yeah. It's like kind of a wacky comedic, 
Hamlet. There might be other how much I know about Shakespeare. <laughs> I, for being a musical nerd and a Shakespeare fan, I know surprisingly little about it. I think I've seen a couple clips from it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about musicals is that you just kind of have to wait for somebody around you to do them. It's not like a movie where you can go look up a performance of it. Like there aren't a lot of, I mean, there's not a Netflix for Broadway shows. I think there's something kind of like that, but it doesn't have like, it's expensive to subscribe to and it really doesn't have much on it. So it's tricky to access musicals until you just have the opportunity to see them live. And you can always listen to the soundtracks. It's very easy to listen to a soundtrack, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't, I've done it sometimes but I typically don't like to listen to whole Broadway soundtracks just because that's such an emotional journey to go on. Like I'm just here, like trying to do my work and all of a sudden I have to be like very, very sad. (laughs) And like, I don't like to break them up. I like to listen to them all at once. It's like, well, I need to block out two hours of my day to go on an intense emotional roller coaster. (laughs) That's the thing. Like I, I used to with the, job that i have now it used to be a lot more laid back than it is mm-hmm. um which I'll, I'll get into that in a sec because it has been oh a week. yeah uh, but it yeah like i i used to listen to a bunch of audio drama podcasts and stuff like mm-hmm. that greater but boston the bright sessions all of that stuff like i i would listen to, to all that while i worked because i didn't really have to pay close attention yeah to my work or i could kind of work at a slow pip pace mm-hmm. uh but now i can't do that and i kind of need to focus on a bunch of stuff so i need yeah. i like i can't listen to all that stuff so even the like cast recordings of all the songs and stuff like that like i would want to see, see if i could follow the plot thread yes. through some of them if if it was p- possible so i, I yeah that it it wouldn't really work out for me to like listen to them while I work and sit there and do that stuff I have to be focused mm -hmm. and it always it has always taken me like two or three times listening through a soundtrack to really like get okay this is everything that's going on here are all the different characters because you don't have that like visual thing to cue you into okay this is that Mm -hmm. person and that's that person like it's all just all of these voices and maybe somebody's name doesn't get mentioned in the song and you miss what it is entirely. Who's that guy? What? I don't, I don't What's, know. But I, I thought she know. liked him. <laughs> well, if you do want to check out listening to a soundtrack, this is one I've gotten into lately. It's a show called Hades town. Hades town. Yes. This is a musical and it's not like a big Broadway show. I think it's one of the smaller, more independent, like off Broadway shows. And it's all about uh, the story of Hades and Persephone and mm-hmm. um, Orpheus and Eurydice. Like, it's a Greek mythology story, but it's got this kind of, like, early 20th century, like, very, like, bluesy, jazzy sound to it. Where cool. it's like, when you go down to Hades, it's like you're working in a big, noisy factory. It's, you know, that story of, like... Oh, I'd say it's kind of like you're in town, but you've never seen you're in town. So I can't reference that thing. You know, it's like, you know, the story of like one day we're going to get away from this dirty, smoggy factory town and we're going to yeah. live a peaceful life. It's sort of like that, but it's all Greek mythology. It's cool. and it's oh, the music is gorgeous. And it's like just simple enough. Like you've really just got Hades, Persephone, you know, Eurydice, 
Orpheus and Mercury. And that's and like the mention all of their names. <laughs> no, but I mean it's got a much smaller cast to it than most other musicals. Like it's very efficient mm-hmm. and like very compact. It's a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. Like it's hard to describe, but like the second you start playing it, you're gonna say, Okay, all right, no, I get this, I get what this is, and it's really fun. Cool. Good. Good stuff. Let me tell you about my yeah, week. Yeah, tell here me at about work. work. I am I, I've mentioned a couple times now i am in a mood a mood a mood i don't even know what to describe it as because i'm not like i i'm not like angry at a specific person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's just stressful and it's it's just like i i don't even know what to feel so mm. for the p- past eight months or so um at my job we've been mm-hmm. slowly transitioning to a new guess you would call it software uh that yeah. we use to s- send out all of these e- emails uh, um and it like that's my job is to like make these email templates and once all the content for these e- emails c- come in to build out these e- emails we send out to alumni and donors mm-hmm. and stuff like that um and like I, I I have to do that as my main priorities, and so in the background, I've been slowly transitioning us to this new yeah uh, this new system, and we we did a little bit of reshuffling in the past month or so. Uh, one guy who was working somewhere else in the company is now working uh mm-hmm. with our our t- team and so he's now kind of overseeing this transition thing um and he was like all right well as of right now the first thing i'm gonna tackle is they made everyone an admin not everyone oh. needs to be an ad- oh, admin yeah. so we're oh. gonna go back and give all the right per- permissions to yeah. people and stuff like that so he he contacts that them and a day or two after that, they fix it by like locking everyone out, except oh, for no. the, except for the ones that are still admins. So I'm sitting there like, uh, I can't log in. I, I don't Yeesh. I don't know what this is. Like, I, can can we do something about mm-hmm. this? And and he's like, Oh yeah, that that must have been something they did when when we switched all of this stuff. So he messages them and about two days after that we get access again so i log in to be like all right well i'm gonna build out the next template that i need to build out because i have some extra time and i go into the like template creator thing where it has the list of all of our templates and there's nothing there oh and i had a heart attack oh because i'm just like that that was eight months of work that I, I've been I, like, I was like, this, this can't be right. There, there has to be a mistake here. There has to be, I'm, I did something wrong. I, I don't know what I'm going to lose my shit. If all eight months of that stuff, and it's not even like it's actually eight months work. Mm-hmm. If I had nothing else to do, it would probably take me like four days to just 
put put all the yeah. stuff on. It's not that bad, but since I have something else to focus on first, it's just like, yeah. well, I can make one template that's like five minutes worth of my t- time that I, you, you, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, yeah, so I got in. Thanks for giving me access. That works fantastically. But all of the templates that I have are no longer here. And so he was like, oh, how, like how, how, how many did you have in there? I was like 90% of the ones that are supposed to be in there. I had like over 40 templates ooh. in, in, in this thing. He's like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> so we email the, them and we don't hear a- anything back for like a week. Oh. And so we we know it's one of those things like someone is getting in trouble over there. They don't want to oh, respond yeah. oh, right yeah. away that, because they don't they, they they need to come up with some kind of like PR yeah. response to be like, well, we're sorry. Here's what we can you know, um, and yeah, they they finally emailed us back and and was like, yeah. So what happened was you guys were building basically in our test servers Uh. and we can't transition those over to the live servers because they're two separate instances yeah and um and i i I think one of my bosses must have sent an angry response back because then someone else responds and was like hey we actually can transfer them um to to be more clear they like he and he said some some stuff that i had no, i was like i don't know what this means he was like this was in gid one and we need to move them to gid two which we can do that for you so we did all of this stuff and here's the 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 stuff and so i go go go, go and look and sure enough they're all back in there i was like mm-hmm. all right sweet so i go to like edit the template and there's not an option to edit the template. I can only view it. I'm like, I. Thanks for putting up. So, I, but at at this point, I'm just like, I, I, since I'm the one that has to deal with this, I want to be the one to email this guy because yes. they've they've had me in on on the chain and stuff like yeah. that. So I was like, thank you for transitioning all of this stuff. That's a huge step. However, mm-hmm. I can no longer continue to work on these because I can't edit them and I need to have access to do that. Can you unlock these? Yeah. And he was like, actually, we can't. What? <laughs> yeah. And like, and this was the guy who was, who was like, hey, we actually can transfer these. So he must have been someone higher up. And he was like, we can't actually do that. We have two options here. We can transfer them back to the test server thing whatever it was and you can fix them there and then we can transition them you know back to where they are now but again you won't be able to edit them or you can manually duplicate them all one by one and we can just delete all of the like the ones that we did i was just like seriously I have to like go in manually because oh. you, you you can't hit like I want to check all of these ones, duplicate all of these ones. Yes. You have to do it one by one by one. It was t- terrible. And so that's what I did today as I duplicated them all. Uh, and I finally got that 
done but it was just it was a nightmare of just like mm-hmm. what like why would you guys not tell us this was all exactly. on the t- t- test stuff my my boss was like we are very disappointed in you and like all of this stuff and <laughs> it was just like ah, i hate this i don't <laughs> want to do all of this work this is stupid that's a nightmare and, yeah and and it's it's one of those things where like the actual work that i need to do if if there wasn't the whole like we're a big university that has yeah. to go through all of this bureaucracy and a- approval by 10 people mm-hmm. then like i could have the whole thing done in like a week mm-hmm. <laughs> but it it took me like 8 months to oh. make 90 percent of the templates you know it was just like the, the like I want to just get this done with. We've been working on this for over for almost a year. <laughs> so, thankfully, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. we'll have everything done by fall. Is what they're we're hoping to launch things oh. by fall. And yeah, and it's still just like by fall, really. It's just... it's bananas how long some things take. Like, okay, I have a journal that I work on. Well, I have 40 journals that I work on. Oh, goodness. But first, <laughs> we're getting me down to, like, 26. Like, we're moving a bunch of them around, thank goodness, because 40 is too many of these for a person to have, unless half of them are, like, extremely dead. Because there are some people in my office that, like, you know, the, the journals get, like, a submission a month. I can have 40 journals if some of them are, like, we work in a very small, specific field. We get one manuscript a month, but... Mm-hmm. Not if they're any busier than that, no. And the way this works is that every manuscript needs to be peer-reviewed. Right. Okay. If an editor accepts something without peer review, you're supposed to tell that to your publisher contact. Like, hey, editor accepted something. I don't see peer review in the system. Can you talk to the editor uh, just sort of see if something happened off system. Maybe he got reviews just straight through email because some of them don't totally get the system yet and they don't know. No, that's built into the system for you to be able to invite reviewers and yeah, like that's, keep that's track of reviews. That's one of the things that I have to do. It's just like yeah. we have a system, use it. Exactly. We need a record of this that's stuff. All don't I just do I am day. Just telling editors like, no, this stop sending emails that are outside of the system. Like we need them here. So you're supposed to tell your contact and the contact talks to the editor and eventually it's like, okay, this was a special case. This is why this wasn't reviewed or it was reviewed off system. Here's the documentation. We'll upload it to the system or, okay, we need to rescind the accept decision, send it back out for real peer Mm -hmm. review. I have an editor that has been accepting a lot of things without peer review. Oh no. And at one point he had the right permissions in the system to export them from editorial to production so then I just send all these emails to production saying, nope, stop, hold on to that. That wasn't reviewed properly. Oh, yikes. Over and over and over again, he would do this. Like, if you, you assigned is him... Is someone in, like, in office, or is this a thing oh, no, where no. it's just like... No, 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 no. Okay. This guy's so out o- in Seattle, and you're over yeah, here yeah, yeah. in The St. office Lewis I and... work in, I work in an office that is only other admins, like me. Okay. So we do this work on behalf of these you know, uh, editors all across the world. You know, I have an editor who lives, you know, elsewhere in Missouri. I have other editors that live in Stockholm, you know, all over the place. Okay. 
this guy kept accepting things and I kept telling my contact and it just has to go. Well, it has to go to Jim, do your job, right? (laughs) It has to go to the contact and then the contact talks to the managing editor and then the managing editor talks to the editor and it has to go through so many, so many different steps that this guy, it's been almost a year since I first got this journal and he's still just like accepting stuff without any reviews. I'm like, I've been telling everybody the entire time and I know it's not going to come down on me. I know they're like, you're doing the right thing. We're grateful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But still like, why is it taking you so long to get this done when it is one of the most important things they tell us admins on the ground to watch out for? Yeah. Yikes, man. Mm-hmm. Dogs are barking at I, something. Yeah, I've run into a lot of weird nightmare scenarios at work lately. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's certain things of or, or, or like I will bring attention to something and be like, hey, hey, boss, what do we do about this? And there's just no response. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, yeah. I'll email you again in like two weeks asking you the same thing. Yeah, that's I understand <laughs> not everything can be prioritized sure. like me. That might be the most important thing happening in this journal. I have 40 journals. All right. What baffles me, I so I I may have mentioned this uh-huh. on a past episode of the show. So I my degree is in graphic d- d- design. Yes. I, I know how to space things. I know how to be like, hey, he, here's how we solve the problem of this t- t- template. Here's how to make it most effective. The information that is most important needs to go up here. You know, all of that stuff. Here's what colors we should use. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Here's how we make that system work. Um, yes. And I found something wrong in our in the university's branding. Oh. It, there was a discrepancy in the colors of of this 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 one thing. I was like, so the official website. God damn these dogs. Hey, Apollo. <laughs> Calm down. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Like, and you told me you didn't account. know anything the, about my, mythology. My roommate might be getting home. That's why he's going crazy. Yep, she's home. Um, but uh, so yeah, I like I I I found this discrepancy, uh, mm-hmm. and I brought it to their at- attention. I was like, hey, this one website is saying the color should be this. Mm. However, this other website is saying that that same color is this is actually a different color and they're using that different color on official branding stuff and that's wrong Mm -hmm. and i i mentioned that and they were just like eh it's fine i was like no no it's not that is not fine you didn't pick a very specific pantone color for no reason yes like that exactly and now because i like they had me fix one thing on the emails because the color is wrong he was like Mm -hmm. for our stuff just go ahead and fix it because they're not gonna even notice anyways and 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 then and and i was like okay well do i like do i need to email someone in that department to like let them know that all of their stuff is wrong he's just like nah it'll be fine i was like you're you're our creative <sighs> director you shouldn't be saying that like exactly. i don't 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 tell me that <laughs> that's wild that some stuff just is broken okay in my yeah. We have a proprietary email program mm-hmm. that we that the publisher uses. 
you know, our little individual company, we used to use like Microsoft Outlook for stuff. But like mm-hmm. when we were communicating on behalf of the journal, we use this proprietary email program that stores all of our journal information in it. Sure. I've got um, a healthcare journal inside this email system. They spelled health wrong and it says he laugh. <laughs> and because that's the way it's coded in the system, that's the way the email signature is coded. So sounds like he he would be a villain on on He Man or, or or Shira. He-Laugh. I am Helath, master of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I have to, and that's a very quiet journal, so I don't have to send a lot of emails anyway. But every time I do, I have to remember to edit the email signature from Health from Helath back to Health <laughs> because I don't have the Can, right permissions to fix to, to the fi- system fix overall. Oh. And I don't, it can be done. I had a journal that just changed its name after however many years. That's odd. So you can change these things. But no, like nobody's noticed, oh, we spelled health wrong. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, we, we've, we've done stuff like that where like things were accidentally misspelled or that the, it says, hey, email this p- person and it, it looks like it has their email written out but it's linked to someone else's e- email yeah like that stuff will happen from t- time to time and then we'll have to send like we're so sorry we were you it was supposed to say this that you know yeah uh but Ugh. yeah th- this is like like it's it's a weird thing for me because i'm i'm also a part-time worker with still? them yeah still been Ugh. working there for four fucking years oh dang and I hate it, and it's awkward, and they keep giving me more and more responsibility and asking me to make these decisions that are, are, are like, hey, can you, like, pick out what color this thing's supposed to be? It's like, yeah, I'm physically ca- capable. That's what my degree is in, but I'm an hourly worker. You, you yeah. shouldn't, like, that's what our creative director is for. Yeah. He's supposed to dictate that to me. <laughs> like, but, it's, who knows? Uh, I don't get paid for overtime that I need to do. Or that I have needed to do. They've made us stop doing overtime now because we don't get paid for it. Because we're salaried. So that's not very convenient. But at least it sounds fancy and makes me feel important to say, oh, I'm salaried. Yeah. I I, I, I don't, I at least have like a fancy position title. Oh, what's your position title? Can you tell me? Content creative specialist. Oh, yeah. Mine is peer or review specialist. Creative content specialist i'm actually not sure which one goes first but still it's like the exact same thing but yeah so like that looks good and for the fact that i work for university it's like ooh, yeah. that sounds nice <laughs> oh yeah it's like your job sounds very cushy yeah and i feel like when i describe my job to people they either think it sounds very fancy i think because they misunderstand and think like oh she's the editor she makes she decides what science gets published (laughs) or i i get a lot of people asking me oh i was um i was at a wedding last year and Mm -hmm. i was describing my job to like an old friend i hadn't seen like since high school she's like oh cool that sounds nice it sounds like it'd look really great on a resume and i didn't know how to tell her done with the be forever should i have my way like no i i don't just love it and it's fun for now like nope uh, this is my career i'm here i did it <laughs> this isn't what i ever planned to do but now that i'm here yeah 
is Unless, not, not necessarily the entry level position. <laughs> this is where I'm at. <laughs> and people are like, are there any like chances for advancement? And I'm like, well, above me is Carolyn, and Carolyn's not going anywhere. I can't be the new Carolyn, so no. <laughs> but I don't need to advancement. Yeah. My form of advancement is I fixed that journal that was broken. Nothing changed in my salary, in my title, in my professional duties, but I have the peace of mind knowing that that journal is not a mess anymore. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Melissa. Oh, yes. I, I, I want to talk about something before we wrap up. Is it bees? Really things, things. It is not bees. If, if, if you, if you want to... So we can talk a about bees later. Bees quick story about... are always a pertinent Yes. Maybe next week we will hear about Melissa and the bees. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Bees. Bees are good every every week. <laughs> um, so a couple weeks ago, we had an episode all about all the new Disney. Oh, right. Yeah. Stuff. And um, one of the I, I, I think I mentioned this last week or the week before, too, when there was news that, hey, Comcast is looking to sell their share of Hulu to Disney now that mm-hmm. Disney bought Fox. Uh, so it, it was Disney owned 33% of Hulu or around mm-hmm. that, that much. Yeah. Fox also owned around, yes. that mo- around that much. So when they bought Fox, they now had like 66% of Hulu. And I was like, well, that just seems awkward to me now that they have mm-hmm. that and they're announcing Disney Plus. What are they going to do with Hulu? What does that mean? Are they going to take mm-hmm. all of the Disney stuff <laughs> off of Hulu? What's go- going on? Or are they just going to buy Hulu? Is it all going to get mixed into one thing? And we still I, don't know I want, exactly. I want a man to pay as much attention and concern to me as you have for what Hulu is going to turn into. We it's... talked about this every week. <laughs> for the past, like, month You're now. so worried about it's 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 wild to me because disney like when when is this gonna be a monopoly it it, that's that's old that's or it's it's on the line it's right there that we're like we're on on one on one hand i'm like sweet we get all the marvel characters back on under one roof you you, you know we have all the star like that's fantastic you know stuff on the other hand yes I really like cyberpunk sci-fi stuff. This is very, maybe much faster than I wanted it it turning into. This is one of the three corporations that we are going to have to have, you know, looming over us with all of our our stuff. But yes, so the the news happened this past week that comcast did in fact sell all of their shares of hulu to disney so disney as of oh i don't know what day does it say i'm looking through this article on polygon i thought it said they would like slow like it's not going to be 100 well, percent theirs for several years yeah it's it's they're I, I it, it, yeah, it was something like that. Let's see if I can skim through it. Uh, we have plans to roll out Hulu internationally. Nope, that's Bob Iger speaking on what they want to do with Hulu. Um, previously, Disney owned sixty six percent of the streaming service with Comcast, NBC, Universal, 
uh, owning the remaining 33% with this new deal. However, the remaining NBC Universal shares will be bought by Disney or sold by Comcast by 2020 by 2024. Is that right? I, I that sounds right. Can't do numbers. Uh, 2024. Yeah, uh, for its current evaluation or fair market value whichever is higher but uh i i i guess control of it whatever that means is effective mm. immediately hmm says that a little bit mm-hmm. earlier on so yes is it eventually hulu will be owned entirely by disney mm-hmm. um it sounds like they're I'm yeah they're looking eventually to bundle it and expand yeah. it cuz Disney's going to have Disney Plus, ESPN Plus and now Hulu. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sure there'll be bundles of all that stuff, but that this is why I I I don't understand having three different platforms. Because they all have different things on them. Like sure. the place you go to watch Frozen and the place you go sure. to watch ice hockey don't, I don't need want... to be the same place. So to to clarify, I don't want one platform and one paying, mm-hmm. like one subscription thing. If I don't want the ESPN stuff, then I don't want to have to pay for that. But... I still think you can make it one platform similar to how Hulu currently does things like, hey, for five more bucks a month, you can get the HBO add-on. So all of that content Mm. is in there. So I like I I I feel like. It it, it just seems I, I don't know what the best solution to that would be, but it just seems strange that they have three different platforms still. Like, can it be just one, whether it's you only have Hulu or you only have Disney Plus or ESPN, can can they make it so that the platform looks and operates the same? Like just that, like, like with different is, skins it, on it? Basically? That might be nice. Or, yeah, or, if they yeah, had like, um, a very similar interface across all the platforms i think that would be handy yeah like if they if they completely redesign hulu to match the design of disney plus but it's not the same so you can own like if i only want to get hulu Mm -hmm. i could potentially still get that but then maybe it's like okay there's this new star wars show that i really want to see i'm gonna get the disney plus add-on and that's maybe who knows what 10 more bucks a month Mm -hmm. the platform itself does not change design but now you have all of this more content content yeah i i I think something like that would be a lot Mm -hmm. better than being like oh well you have hulu that has this weird gradient green and blue design and all that stuff and then you have disney plus which is this navy and white design you, you know I, that's what it, it looked like on on their thing i'm not mm-hmm. sure uh and then i have no idea what e, the es um looks like or I if it is their its own logo's thing like gray and red or that's what i would imagine because uh, we'll their logo it, maybe is it's like red a basketball is orange a football is brown 
it's all that that won't because golf balls are white esports have black control you know you know um i can't fit esports <laughs> but yeah so like i i i just think it, it this is me as the like design like condense oh, consolidate okay. like I get that. yeah yeah like why why have these three things you own them all like con consolidate you know um so <sighs> who knows but i i knew something was up i was like they're they're gonna make a play i think this is gonna happen and it did so mm -hmm. there you go that's all i have to say yeah i knew it I <laughs> I, I wish I was half as interested in this topic as you are. Like I don't, I don't care what Hulu does or doesn't do. Disney going to be your corporate overlords. You're going to have to pay homage at some point, Melissa. I'm really interested in Disney stuff. Like I'm excited for Disney Plus and just all the stuff mm -hmm. I'm going to get to watch. The new stuff and like, oh, I can watch this old disney channel show i remember from when i was a kid that has not been available to me anywhere now yes. i can watch that thing again exactly but like honest to be honest i, I don't have a lot of streaming platform loyalty like i'm mm -hmm. people in dating apps are like i love netflix and i'm like netflix isn't a genre <laughs> like netflix is not a category of thing yeah it's not even <sighs> a medium exactly i like i like i have it too i like it too i probably turn it on i don't know once a week look around like i don't i don't have loyalty to all these different so, streaming platforms i don't care what any of them do really i i i have a a similar feeling when people ask if i watch anime or or just say that say that like i watch anime that's being like oh okay what kind of anime it's like saying i like tv shows great i i do too like, what I what like kind of dramas or something shows. like house and game of thrones are very different shows yes and it like that's that's the thing it, like you you can watch like magical girl anime you can you can watch harem anime you, you can watch dragon ball z type of stuff like there, there's so many different genres within this a anime is the medium it is an animated television show like there's like come on people so anyways I say we wrap things up right about there. Yeah, it's it's been a a, a big old day. Yes, it has. A little bit of housekeeping yes, for you guys. I mean, I look, I I am in a mood, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I am in a mood. So bad about it being a big day. Um. Oh, anyway, around the internets, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Follow me and you'll see all my pretty wedding pictures. Exactly. And I am at... Glanville. Yeah, hell yeah. I am at Yo Kyle Springer on both Twitter and Instagram. A uh, little bit of housekeeping, though, for mm -hmm. our shows. Um, we are recording a Detective Pikachu review slash spoiler cast uh, immediately after this. We will not be, be streaming it, though. Mm -hmm. But by the time this goes live, it will already be live we were hoping yes. to get that out last thursday but again i fucked up and i forgot <laughs> and i'm i'm a big i'm a big dum-dum um 
but yes, our be on the lookout for our Detective P P Pikachu uh, review. Uh, we also have a Patreon exclusive episode of the review show all about Shrek Untold. Shrek retold. Shrek retold, uh, not untold. Now, now I want to see Shrek Untold. What is the Untold stories behind Shrek? <laughs> you know that, what I mean? That was that Dracula movie a couple years ago, right? Dracula Untold. I don't know. <laughs> it's the same story, just Shrek. It, Shrek retold, uh, which is the story of Sh of Shrek chopped up into little pieces, and then a whole bunch of different animators and actors and movie makers and all of that stuff re remade all of those yeah. scenes it's in their own really styles fun. and stitched them all together um that is on our patreon at the three dollar tier uh patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us at the yeah. one dollar tier you can get Mine. access to all of our private live streams of the review show uh you can get all of our episodes early as well i'm a little bit behind the, the this this week since i've been super stressed out at work uh but we should be getting back into the swing of yes. things uh asap um and we also just did an episode of the review show on brave we did that was Disney our mother's film. day special yeah it's a, it's a good mother daughter film <laughs> Uh, so go watch that if you have not, and go 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 check out all the stuff we do on the review show. It's a lot of fun. We do so many. Kyle, what's been another favorite episode of yours that isn't necessarily recent, but you just uh, like it? Mob Cycle One Hundred. Oh, Mob! That was a really fun one to do. Yeah, we we watched season one of Mob Cycle mm -hmm. One Hundred, and then talked about it so if you too have seen mob cycle 100 you can go listen to our episode on mm. mob cycle 100 we have episodes for everyone on all sorts of different stuff anime manga comic books movies all mm -hmm. that good stuff uh and we have one coming up this week on the movie attack the block yes with uh john boyega is where he yes. he got his start well at, at least like got his start that like yeah. launched him into hey we're gonna get you on star wars the new doctor who is also in it it took me like the okay. entire time looking at her like i recognize this I lady what is she yet. from she's she's also in there's that crime show uh on it's i i don't remember what it's called but i've seen it and is it the one i with think jillian anderson no that's a good one though that's a really good one i think that this is it's a British one. I don't remember. The, is it Broadchurch? Yes. Is that the that one? Because David Tennant is the main character. It's a BBC show. Yes. Because David Tennant, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is the main detective in that show. He's and Detective she, Broadchurch. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways. His name is Benjamin Broadchurch. <laughs> what? <laughs> no idea what you just said. <laughs> B. Rod Church. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so be on the lookout for all of that stuff. Go find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. That's where you can get all of the, the, the good, fine stuff. I, I, I guess I forgot to mention that Detective Pikachu is an episode of the Reactor Core. All of yeah, these yeah, are yeah. Oh, friendos. Friendos, if you yeah. are new, there's us here. Well, there's us everywhere. It's me and Kyle all across all of them. Captain's Log is here for our, our fun chat arounds, as you've just experienced. 
review shows like a cool pop culture book club every week. We pick a different topic and watch, read, listen to it, etc. And Reactor Core is our like brand new coverage of a thing that just happened. All full spoilers and everything. Oh yeah. And normally that is like a big movie. Yeah. Uh, we are on Twitter at the Whatnots. Go look for yes. updates there for all of our shows. And with that really long-winded housekeeping, I say we get out this of here. House has been kept. It has. This has been episode fifty-one of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Adios.